This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 4, verse 12, it says, Indeed, the word of God is living and effective, sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating even between soul and spirit, joints and marrow, and able to discern reflections and thoughts of the heart. Yes, the word of God is living and effective today in my life and in yours. And that's the very reason why I'm offering this weekly podcast where I reflect upon the liturgical scripture readings for the Sunday Mass. So now, please join me on Faith Moments with Dina Marie as we break open the Word of God together, inviting His Word to change our lives forever. Greetings and welcome to Faith Moments, a weekly podcast to proclaim and to ponder our Sunday Mass readings. Welcome to the 14th Sunday in Ordinary Time. We actually are into a new month, the month of July. And so we're coming up to, for those of you listening in the United States, we're coming up to our Independence Day holiday and just a time for us to remember the gift of freedom. That is a gift that is not free. It's a gift that is really um, bought with the price of blood and we entrust our lives to God, one nation under God. So let us pray for our country. Let us pray for the people of our country and let us pray for God's presence to be recognized by each and every human soul. We have a lot to share in the readings today, but I want to open with this prayer. I have a little booklet. It's, uh, it's called, St. Anthony Treasury of Prayers. And so in the month of June, we remembered St. Anthony of Padua. His feast day is on June 13th, but there are just some beautiful prayers in this booklet. And particularly, I want to pray for those of you, for myself as well, who have sick relatives and friends. I have a list of loved ones that are undergoing all different kinds of challenges right now. And so I'm sure that you do. Maybe you who are listening have a sickness, have an illness, maybe have a difficulty, physical, mental, spiritual, emotional. And so many times I hear prayer requests that are particularly related to our well-being, you know, a spiritual or a physical well-being. And so let's just lift up those loved ones today. Let's lift up those who are in most need of our prayer, who are sick or have some ailment that we want to entrust that to the Lord. So you may have those people in mind, think of their names and just lift them up to the Lord. Would you please with me right now in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. A prayer for sick relatives and friends. Saint Anthony, you were a true friend to the sick and offered them your compassionate care in powerful acts of healing. I presently seek your heavenly intercession for my friends and family who are ill and in need of your miraculous assistance. Give them the hope and strength of God's blessings and goodness at this time. May their sufferings be lessened and their confidence in God's providence increased. Console our anxious hearts and grant that our sufferings may always be a source of purification and growth for eternal life. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 
St. Anthony, pray for us. I love how in this in this prayer really is going to be the kernel of what we hear in the gospel. May their sufferings be lessened and their confidence in God's providence increased. And this prayer is asking for our anxious hearts to be consoled and that our sufferings be a source of purification and growth for eternal life. And I just think that as we hear in the gospel today, we're going to hear about Jesus calling his apostles to go out and to, to set the stage for the mission, the mission of reminding us the kingdom of the God is at hand. And so let's pray for our loved ones and those most in need to hear the consoling words of God today. In the 14th Sunday of Ordinary Time, we begin this Sunday with a reading from the prophet Isaiah. This is in the final chapter of Isaiah. It's beautiful. In fact, I would encourage you to read the whole chapter 66. This is just a chunk of this chapter, but it's really beautiful as the prophet Isaiah ends this beautiful book in the Bible. A reading from the prophet Isaiah Thus says the Lord, rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad because of her. All you who love her, exalt, exalt with her. All you who were mourning over her, oh, that you may suck fully of the milk of her comfort, that you may nurse with delight at her abundant breasts. For thus says the Lord, lo, I will spread prosperity over Jerusalem like a river and the wealth of the nations like an overflowing torrent. As nurslings, you shall be carried in her arms and fondled in her lap as a mother comforts her child. So will I comfort you. In Jerusalem, you shall find your comfort. When you see this, your heart shall rejoice and your bodies flourish like the grass. The Lord's power shall be known to his servants. The word of the Lord. Our psalm comes from Psalm 66. Let all the earth cry out to God with joy. Shout joyfully to God, all the earth. Sing praise to the glory of his name. Proclaim his glorious praise. Say to God, how tremendous are your deeds. Let all the earth cry out to God with joy. Let all the earth worship and sing praise to you. Sing praise to your name. Come and see the works of God, his tremendous deeds among the children of Adam. Let all the earth cry out to God with joy. He has changed the sea into dry land. Through the river they passed on foot. Therefore, let us rejoice in him. He rules by his might forever. Let all the earth cry out to God with joy. Hear now, all you who fear God, while I declare what he has done for me. Blessed be God, who refused me not, my prayer or his kindness. Let all the earth cry out to God with joy. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Galatians. Brothers and sisters, may I never boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, 
through which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. For neither does circumcision mean anything, nor does uncircumcision, but only a new creation. Peace and mercy be to all who follow this rule and to the Israel of God. From now on, let no one make troubles for me, for I bear the marks of Jesus on my body. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit, brothers and sisters. Amen. The word of the Lord. Our gospel reading today comes from Luke chapter 10. At that time, the Lord appointed 72 others whom he sent ahead of him in pairs to every town and place he intended to visit. He said to them, the harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few. So ask the master of the harvest to send out laborers for his harvest. Go on your way. Behold, I'm sending you like lambs among wolves. Carry no money bag, no sack no sandals, and greet no one along the way. Into whatever house you enter, first say, peace to this household. If a peaceful person lives there, your peace will rest on him. But if not, it will return to you. Stay in the same house and eat and drink what is offered to you, for the laborer deserves his payment. Do not move about from one house to another. Whatever town you enter, and they welcome you, eat what is set before you. Cure the sick in it and say to them, the kingdom of God is at hand for you. Whatever town you enter and they do not receive you, go out into the streets and say, the dust of your town that clings to our feet, even that we shake off against you. Yet know this, the kingdom of God is at hand. I tell you, it will be more tolerable for Sodom on that day than for that town. The 72 rejoiced, the 72 returned rejoicing and said, Lord, even the demons are subject to us because of your name. Jesus said, I have observed Satan fall like lightning from the sky. Behold, I have given you the power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and upon the full force of the enemy, and nothing will harm you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice because the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice because your names are written in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Oh my, there is a lot in these readings and a lot about the love of God, how far God goes to care, to comfort his people. And the theme that, that comes to me really gleaning from the gospel, but really in all of these is do not waste time. Time is precious. Use the time you are given well. There should be no idle time. And we look to the reading of Isaiah, as I said, if you read into the full chapter 66 of Isaiah, I'm going to see if I can get it opened here. I had it set aside in my book, but in Isaiah 66, there is, 
here it is. It's the beginning of this chapter is called true and false worship. And what we hear is this story of men, humankind worshiping incorrectly. You know, they're not worshiping the Lord. They're making incense. They're, they're slaughtering animals. They're sacrificing lambs. And all of these things are, are a false worship to God. And God is really calling them to a deeper worship. Really, it's to love him. And so then at the end of this, you know, we hear this beauty of comfort. Oh, that you may suck fully of the milk of her comfort. There's such this comfort. Many times we hear referred the love of a mother, you know, the love, this deep love of a mother for her child, like the Lord loves us, like the Lord God loves his children. As a mother comforts her son, so will I comfort you. In Jerusalem, you shall find your comfort. And in chapter 66, verse 14, we don't get this full line. I think it's interesting. That's why I love to read further in the scripture. Chapter 66, verse 14 says this in Isaiah. When you see this, your heart shall rejoice and your bodies flourish like the grass. The Lord's power shall be known to his servants, but to his enemies, wrath. Lo, the Lord shall come in fire, his chariots like the whirlwind, to wreak his wrath with burning heat and his punishment with fiery flames. And the last Verse here, 17 says, they who sanctify and purify themselves to go to the groves as followers of the one who stands within, they who eat swine's flesh, loathsome things and mice shall all perish with their deeds and their thoughts, says the Lord. The Lord's power shall be known to his servants and that power is that comfort, comfort my people, Jerusalem. So there's this real sense of this loving comfort that comes from our God. And here in the Psalm, it's proclaimed again, let all the earth cry out to God with joy. Come and see the works of God, his tremendous deeds among the children of Adam. Hear now, all you who fear God, while I declare what he has done for me. You know, think about all the ways from, from the moment of your conception until right now. How has the Lord loved you, comforted you, served you? Think about the little things along the way, the little gifts of grace. Blessed be God who refused me not my prayer or his kindness. So declare the good that God has done for you. I want to jump into the gospel according to Luke. There's so many beautiful things here. I think just to visualize these apostles, these 72 others who were appointed to go out. And so Luke is is giving us some details that he's sending us. Jesus is sending out these apostles two by two. I think about uh, Noah and the ark and the animals, you know, in pairs, uh, male and female to go out two by two to be saved from the wrath of the, the flood. 
But Jesus is sending them and he's sending them to places that he will go. He's preparing the way. And this made me think about different events that I've been involved in and most recently a retreat for women. And so the retreat was to be held at a retreat house at a beautiful guest house. And so the organizer and myself, the retreat master came early to prepare the way, you know, for weeks and and months, really, there was preparation in the content and the program and in inviting the women who had come And to prepare a message and a theme, I prepared a PowerPoint and handouts, different handouts, music and videos that I would share with the women throughout that weekend. And so there was a lot of different kinds of preparation that we underwent. The organizer of the event brought food, different snacks and beverages for us to enjoy, to refresh us, to to welcome us as, as a a gift of hospitality. We had name tags so we could recognize one another and recognize and get to know one another as friends and sisters in Christ. There was so much of the preparation, you know, the time that we spent to prepare the way so that when these women entered into the space, you know, we even went as far as having fresh, fresh flowers in little pots on each table with a book. What book did we pick? The Holy Bible to be on the table of every woman. Just these little, little tiny things that prepared the way so that when their hearts were opened up to the message for the time that we would come together and share that there would be the best opportunity for them to receive what the Lord needed to share with these women. And, and this is the same kind of care, kind of detail that it sounds like the Lord Jesus had for these disciples to, to follow these instructions, you know, carry no money bag, no sack, no sandals, and greet no one along the way. You know, what that says to me is, is not to not to waste time, not to be distracted by other things because the Lord is sending me to a particular place with his message, not with my message. When I prepare a talk for a group, whether it's for a retreat or for a a particular event, I always think about, Lord, what is it that you want to share? Use the words, use the scriptures, use the prayers, use the examples that I may give, but let them be your words. And that's why I rest so much on the word of God when I give a a reflection or when I focus on these faith moments. I want to read you the scripture. I want you to hear the word of God. I don't want you just to hear a message because it's God's message in here. And so Jesus is saying to his, in fact, he says to his disciples, right, the 72, which are like us today going out into the world, I will send you like lambs among wolves. I'm going to send you into difficult places, into places where you're going to be persecuted, that you could even be attacked, that your life might even be in danger. Do we not feel like that today as Christians, just walking outside our front door of our home? We are attacked. I was I was so upset seeing the type of violence 
in graffiti, in horrible words, in physical violence that's being attacked in our churches today because of a decision that came from the top of the Supreme Court in our country, that we're, we're working for peace, we're working for freedom of human beings' lives, and yet the response is a wolf with blood and anger and viciousness. But yet we still must stay to the message of peace. What is the message? The kingdom of God is at hand for you. Is at hand for our enemy? Is at hand for you and for me? And first say to the household you enter, Jesus instructs his people, peace. You might be walking into the wolf's den and Jesus says, you say peace to this household. If a person of peace lives there, that peace will go to them. But if peace does not rest on them, it will go back to you and you will kick the dust off your feet and leave. But you will continue to proclaim the message. The kingdom of God is at hand. From St. John the Baptist, repent and believe. And so Jesus is sending out to the places that he will go and proclaim the good news. And, and in many places, of course, miracles will happen, cures, um, healings, the mute will sing, the deaf will hear, demons will be expelled. And he's is giving that power to those 72 and the 72 encounter wonderful things. Can you imagine if we had a book that just recounted all of the things that happened to these 72, there would not be volumes to hold them all. I can't even imagine what those apostles two by two, you know, can you imagine at the end of the day what these two apostles would be saying, living in this home with a family who welcomed them in? Maybe they just got kicked out of three homes and they're going to leave that town. What did they encounter? We'll only know in heaven, I pray. But they came back telling stories and being so joyful, being so encouraged of the message. And yet Jesus says to them, and, you know, don't get too, don't get too excited about your thing. Remember, this is about the Lord's kingdom, you know, and Jesus did admit, and, and I, I really think about this sentence. He says, I have observed Satan fall like lightning from the sky. You know, at that time when the apostles were bringing about these, these healings and through, through the works of God, of course, the, these things were happening. Was Satan getting a little riled up? Maybe so. But do not rejoice because the spirits subject, are subject to you. See, we can't be encouraged or discouraged because of the headlines, because whatever decision has been made on local, state, government, national, global levels, we just can't get swayed emotionally by that. Don't let that sway your emotions. Focus, focus, people, focus, focus. Jesus is calling for focus. We may be applauding certain decisions, but don't let that distract us. Do not waste time. 
Rejoice that your names are written in heaven. You want to work to heaven. You want to help others get to heaven, your enemies and your friends. We want to pray for all souls in heaven. Don't get distracted by what's along the way. When Jesus says, greet no one along the way, that tells me don't waste time. Don't be distracted. Don't get caught up on something right now. Because I want you to look always to the kingdom of God. I want you to look to have your name written in heaven and the names of your brothers and sisters of all nations, of all creation to be written in the name, in the book of the Lord. So let us not be distracted. Let us rejoice and let's give all praise to the Lord But there's an urgency in spreading a message of truth. There's an urgency in spreading a message of peace. The retreat that I mentioned about the women that happened just a few weeks ago, we had a a little survey for the women to just give us a little bit of insight of what brought them to the retreat, what they were looking for in terms of having this week-long retreat away from, you know, work and family life and raising kids and whatever things they have going on in their life and all of them without an exception, discussed the need for peace. We need peace. Let us pray for peace. Let us pray for unification. Let us pray for uh, an end to the wall of division that they all may be one. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. And may God's peace always be with you. Have a blessed week as we enter the month of July. I'll look forward to talking with you again next week on Faith Moments with Dina Marie. You have been listening to Faith Moments with Dina Marie, reflections upon the liturgical scripture readings for the Sunday Mass. New podcast episodes are released weekly through the generous support of Mater Dei Radio. To learn more about Faith Moments with Dina Marie, visit me online at dinamarie.org. That's dinamarie.org. May you have a blessed week. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.